Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Nortoon, where I spend 10 to 15 minutes of your Saturday morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you choose to listen, talking about sports news, a hat of the day, and recently added segment, Dope Stuff. You can always follow along on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. today's episode, I'm going to invite you to put your theoretical tin caps on, as I'm going to dive into a phenomenon known as conspiracy theories, especially how they pertain to the world of sports. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a conspiracy theorist by any stretch, but it is really always interesting to look at how things play out for teams when there's some evidence or a little bit of evidence to show that some things may have been rigged for teams to get where they are today. So we're going to look at two different drafts from the National Hockey League and the NBA, and we're going to take a look and see were these drafts rigged for the teams to get the superstars players they had and be successful for their franchise. Follow along today and let's see what we got going on. First draft is going to take us to the National Hockey League. The year is 2004. The NHL had a lockout this season, meaning they did not play a single game this year due to the fact of money issues and salary cap problems as well. The year's 2005. The NHL had to figure out a way to do this NHL draft because they didn't play a single game before. So they had to figure out how to give weighted odds to teams and make it fair for everybody. Considering the NHL doing this, they gave the best odds, obviously, to four teams who had not gone to the playoffs in the last three seasons before or had not won a single draft lottery Four teams were the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Buffalo Sabres, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the New York Rangers. And now everybody was trying to get superstar center Sidney Crosby, the 17-year-old who had been killing it in the developmental league, scoring 168 points in that lockout season. So you know everybody wanted this kid because you get rights to this man, your franchise is going to change. Looking at all these odds, Pittsburgh had the best odds at 6% compared to other teams 2%. And would you believe it? Pittsburgh won the draft and the rights to Sidney Crosby. And now most of you would sit here and say, well, that doesn't necessarily sound like a conspiracy theory because they had the best odds to win the draft. And that's true because 2003, they had the worst record in the NHL with 58 points. But there's some circumstances that show that there could be some play from the league to help Pittsburgh win this draft. Pittsburgh had some huge issues with their money. They were on the verge of bankruptcy, and they were on the verge of relocating to Kansas City. Clearly, the league does not want to see a team relocate or go through bankruptcy because then the league has to step in even more. Step in and make some other decisions and see how they can affect the team and help them. So obviously the league doesn't want to step in and do that. And looking at the other teams in that draft lottery, the last three other teams, Columbus landed at the sixth overall pick, and the Sabres and the Rangers fell out of the top ten. So do I think this draft was rigged for the Penguins? I'd say it's more likely than not. Obviously there's not a lot of hard evidence. It's more just issues that happened outside the team, outside of their control that you know the league doesn't want to step in and do. So it could be possible that the league rigged this draft for Pittsburgh. 
and my goodness, did the Penguins find a winner in Sidney Crosby. Already, Pittsburgh has a pretty good history, a very successful history. So, you know, the late 90s, they won two Cubs back-to-back. You got superstar players like Mario Lemieux, Ron Francis, Yarmer Yager. So obviously the 90s and the 80s were good for the Penguins. The 2000s were not, especially the early 2000s. So winning Sidney Crosby, my goodness, was great for Pittsburgh. They got their new stadium built, and he's been a generational talent since he was drafted. He's been there for 16 seasons. He's played over 1,000 games. He's got over, almost 1,400 points. And oh yeah, he's got three Stanley Cups. They went back-to-back in 2016-2017. In 2008, they won the Stanley Cup against the Detroit Red Wings, which is funny because the year before, 2007, they had played Detroit again in the playoffs and in the Stanley Cup, but ended up losing to Detroit. So it's a little switch back of those teams in those two years. You know, Sidney Crosby not only has got a lot of points, he's been multiple MVP awards, Got a lot of goal-scoring awards as well. So clearly, Sidney Crosby has worked out well for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And for most of his 16 seasons in the league, he's been a point-per-game player, meaning you either get a goal or an assist basically about every game. And that's what you want to strive to be in the NHL, is a point-per-game player. So at the end of the day, looking at all this information, how successful Sidney Crosby has been with the Penguins... Did the NHL rig the 2005 NHL draft? And all I'm going to say is it's probable. I'm not going to say yes or no because there's really no evidence. But leave me thoughts on Instagram at the Myth Podcast. Do you think this this draft was rigged? Just give me your thoughts and your opinion. And before I jump into the next draft, I'm going to cover today's hat. Now, most of you know I got married last Thursday. So I've been married a little bit over a week now. And one of my gifts from the wedding, through the help of my mother and my sister Kayla, I now have a hat for the Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. It's an all-blue hat. It's got the text embroidered with the logo on the hat. I absolutely love it. I wanted a hat for this podcast, and it's trying to figure out ways to buy one, but now I finally have access to one. So you guys will see on my Instagram today, you will see my hat. And now let's jump into this next draft. If you're an NBA fan, I think you're already going to know where I'm going. The year is 1985. The team, New York Knicks, in that draft lottery. And now the Knicks, before that draft, 1984, they had a pretty bad season, I would say. They finished 10th in the Eastern Conference. So they finished with a 24-58 record. Obviously, that's not very good. But in my opinion, I didn't think... The Knicks were as good as they have been in the last couple decades before. They've actually won two NBA Finals in 1969 and 1972, both against the Los Angeles Lakers. So I thought the Knicks have always been bad, but that's really not the case. But anywho, going back to the 85 draft, everybody wanted superstar center out of Georgetown, Patrick Ewing. And there's actually some decent evidence to show here that this draft may have been rigged by the NBA to help the Knicks win the superstar, Patrick Ewing. And now, there's a couple of theories here. One's got more evidence than others. The biggest one is known as the bent envelope theory. So in 1985, they did the draft lottery different, you know, how they conducted it with their odds and everything like that. So they put top couple of teams that were going to have a chance at the first pick, they put them in envelopes. There were these big white envelopes, so you could clearly see it in a bucket. Obviously, now they do the lottery ball, which is different. 
but there's some interesting evidence here that shows that the league may have rigged this draft for the Knicks. Like I said before, the bent envelope. It is shown in video footage and pictures, and still frames too, that one of the corners of the envelopes was bent that had the Knicks card in there to help David Stern pick that envelope with the Knicks and therefore change the franchise forever in a positive way. That to me is pretty sound evidence. If you see the picture, obviously I can send a picture on social media and see if you guys think it's rigged or not, but there's also some interesting information here too. One of the gentlemen who put the envelopes into the drum was Jack Wagner from an accounting firm, Ernst & Winnie. But the interesting thing here is that firm was the auditors of part of the ownership group for the Knicks. So this guy worked for the firm that had part ownership in the New York Knicks. Now, is that mere coincidence or is that actually the league doing something to help their odds? I'd say that's pretty suspicious for sure. Having somebody who has ties to the Knicks putting the envelopes in there. So I would say there's a lot of evidence there that could show that the league did that. And the last theory, I don't necessarily think this is true, the frozen envelope theory that states that the league froze the envelope and put it into the drum at the last second, so therefore it could be easier to see. My opinion, I don't really think that holds up, but, you know, I wasn't there in 1985, but um, I think more than likely this, rig was, this draft was rigged for the Knicks. And especially you see now how Patrick Ewing is as a player and kind of his accomplishments show that in my mind he's you know he's got 21 points per game 9.8 rebounds a game and 2.4 blocks a game so he's a pretty dominant player in his days with the New York Knicks he's obviously retired now he was inducted into the basketball's hall of fame you know he's he's been a great player and he had a lot of playoff success from the years of 1988 to 2000 the Knicks made the playoffs so clearly they're a very good team but they only made the NBA Finals twice and ended up losing both. Ewing also struggled with some injuries, so that kind of derailed that dynasty that could have been had the Knicks won a couple of finals in between there, but obviously Patrick Ewing changed the face of the franchise for the Knicks. You know, obviously everybody talks about him now. His jersey's retired, so he has a lot of history with the New York Knicks, but obviously it's a bummer that they did not win any NBA Finals with Patrick Ewing. Obviously, you had to deal with Michael Jordan as well. So in his heyday, in his prime, my goodness, what it would have been like to play with Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing, and all those guys in between. In my opinion, I believe this draft was rigged for the Knicks. There's a lot of evidence that shows it, and that's just me just looking at all the information that's given because it, it helps the league. The Knicks are... A very popular team, you know, New York, big media town, so you want that media coverage, you want those players going there. So I think when this this draft was rigged. When it comes to the Pittsburgh draft, 2005, I don't necessarily think that there's hardcore evidence to support it. I think it's definitely interesting with some circumstances that show that the league stepped in and helped the Pittsburgh Penguins win that draft. But obviously you see here, you got two players who changed the face of the franchise as they know today. You got Sidney Crosby, and you got Patrick Ewing, both making an immediate impact with their teams. And now you can leave some comments, like I said before, whether or not you think these theories are true and what you think. But that's going to cover today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. You can always follow along on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under 
Man in the Hat Sports Podcast, and on Instagram, The Myth Podcast, M-I-T-H Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy the rest of your Saturday.